The following is a Bunkazilla original production. We are monsters of culture. Christian, Jason, Ian. Three heroes searching for the answers to trivial questions you never really asked. Together, they are Trivial Titans. Now, get ready for another action-packed trivial episode. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Trivial Titans here on Bunkerzilla UK. I am one of the Titans, Ian Bolton. I'm joined as always by the Obsidian Waterfall Adonis, that is Jason Freeman. Hey, 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 how's it going? And as always, I'm also joined by Christian R. Allen. Hello, Christian. You all right? You seem quite happy with that. I would have given it 7 out of 10 on IMDb. Oh, good. That, that, that's fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. Five, five out of seven. Five out of seven. Five out of seven. Five seven out of five. Seven out of five. Seven out of five would do again. Was that the meme thing? Was yeah. Out, I thought it was five out of seven. Was I don't know. I mean, right. this meme is already old because it's oh, six it's months yeah. ago, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's no. quite a while. I, yeah. I still think dabbing is funny. So, I mean, I, I don't know. I just, I never understood why it was Hulk funny. dabbing in Avengers Endgame makes that movie. Oh, God, he did, didn't he? Yeah, and, it's, and he, he dabs five years after it was a thing which makes it even more uncool for him to do <laughs> Jason just sounds like the whole world has deflated around him listen to your mother she knows best that was a brilliant Mark Ruffalo impersonation by yeah. the way <laughs> <laughs> but of course welcome to Trivial Titans where we discuss oh yeah we're doing a podcast yes. sorry <laughs> <laughs> welcome to Trivial Titans where we discuss all those trivial questions that you never really wanted the answers to and uh, yes before we get into the main question of the day how is everyone how is everyone doing are we all, I we all think we're doing good today. It's uh, it's yeah? it's almost one in the afternoon, Ooh. so uh, so we've so we've got a couple of beers in there. We're going to get. I mean, I'm not. I'm driving. You're driving, so I, I have I have a cup of tea in this brilliant tailspin mug. Same yes. one from the very first episode. Is it? No, yeah. no, from when we were doing the. Disney, we were doing something. I can't. Oh, I no, can't remember no, these episodes. Just, it was so long ago, especially if ago. you're listening to this in what October. I was, yeah. just, I was just trying to reference the previous things. I mean, if you haven't heard about the Tailspin Mud before, I guess you'll have to go back and listen to the previous episodes of Trivial Titans here on Bunkerzilla. Ooh, available oh. online at all good podcast platforms, including Spotify <laughs> and Apple. Anyway, <laughs> so generally we're all good. We're having a good time here. And uh, yes, it's time to move on to our main question of the day. And we're talking about uh, products in general because obviously we do a lot of shopping. We like buying things. So the today's question is what fictional product would you purchase in real life? Now, here's the rule. If it's already been made for real, it doesn't count. Ooh. Okay. So, well, so if something spawned its own real product, no. Well, it's interesting because my, my main product, I think, could be counted as a real product now, but even though it's not quite. Well, go first. So, Let's see, okay. see what you've got in your. I was. Gonna, I'm a massive fan of Douglas Adams, and I was going to pick the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, the actual guide book. Mm. But it already exists. I've got a smartphone with access to Wikipedia. I mean, does it, does it actually exist? The, the the Hitchhiker's Guide. Well, I mean, the the product within the novel and the, the television series, etc. I wouldn't say so. I mean, what makes it different is I don't have the words "Don't panic." on my phone and to be honest I could probably do with that especially in the current political climate we're in I could really do with my phone saying don't panic every time I'm trying to work out how to make a pangalactic gargle bastard or some mm. other yeah. obscure reference I should be coming to my head right now but I can't think and all my friends who are also big Douglas Adams marks are listening right now going Christian you're not a true fan you're a fake fake geek and you're looking really nice in your Arthur Dent sort of I I mean I do attire. love I do love seeing Arthur Dent cosplayers because it's A the easiest cosplay B, 
clearly the coziest cosplay. Yeah, it's just, it's, your it's <laughs> just, it's just a, just a pajama. What, what is it called? Pajama robe. It's just a pajama. It's just robes, isn't it? Just yeah, robes. It's just I, a pajama. It's just, no, it's he's just in pajamas in a bathrobe. I, that's it. Like, that's oh, the yeah, word. Yeah, bathrobe. Yeah, bathrobe. Oh, yeah, bathrobe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I got mocked by thirty archaeologists once when I was working on site because I, I used to, I, my background's in archaeology. Um, mm. uh, I walked out of my tent in my bathrobe and everyone else was in full archaeology gear and they just laughed at me. It's like they've never seen anyone on an archaeology site in a bathrobe before. And I was like, well, I'm just comfortable. I woke up. I want to go make some toast. Why is this a thing? Why are you mocking? Why are you mocking me for wearing a bathrobe? They don't know the true way of the robe. I know, and I had my trowel in the pocket anyway, just in case. So I mean, yeah, I can get digging uh, in any pit I want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I, so I'm, I, I'm painfully aware this is the most boring opening segment in the podcast history. Well, so I think I think it'll get lively <laughs> as we go through these list of products that we've all I mean, amassed. But basically, so let's, I mean, let's dig deep. On this week's trivial questions. Ooh. Well, the point I was going to make was basically when I first read Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, which was back in the early noughties, yes. the idea of having a little computer in your hand that told you everything was mind-blowing to me. Yeah. Ten years late. No, not even ten years late. It was in 2008 I had my first iPhone. And it was mm. the moment when, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> the technology's already caught up. Yeah. And it's just it's just incredible. The, the, just the expert exponential rate of processing power I, mean, I just i just i just cannot fathom what's going to be in our hands in 10 years time you know if there hasn't been a horrific climate catastrophe and we're all reverting back to sort of like neolithic age mm. technology i hope not i hope things are okay let's look at the positive things <laughs> so, positive yeah, yeah positivity. positivity positivity yeah so yes fictional products fictional products so we've talked about hit tracker's guide jason do you want to throw a product into the ring? I do. I do. Um, so, quite interestingly, as Christian has picked his uh, his fictional product, uh, you know, based on his you know background and things like that, I've actually done the same. Okay. Uh, so, I have got a background in uh, in customer service. Uh, I've always worked sort of customer service jobs, looking after people, being the person they shout at, they scream at, da, 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 and you know, just providing a good service, calming people down, and you know, sorting them out when they're in a bad way. Um, I've done that in both the marketing world. I've done that in, uh, I used to work in the gambling industry and now I work in the IT sector. And pretty much the whole way is interacting with the customers, looking after them. My fictional product is called Punch the Numbers. And okay. it's, a pro- it's a device that would allow me to punch people in the face through the phone. <laughs> <laughs> where's, where's this from? Where is this from? Well, this is not all of the customers I deal with are f***ing nice. <laughs> right? I have dealt with some bastards in my time. Yeah. And, and I feel like people would be a lot nicer to, to, to people in customer service if there was the threat of a fist appearing through the phone <laughs> to punch them right. straight in the face. And, and then just, yeah. But it only works for the customer service side so they don't get to punch me in the face but punch the numbers it is my revolutionary idea that allows me to punch people in the face oh so this isn't from a film or television program you've made this up I, this is a fictional product that, that, I mean that I would I would purchase in real life and it hasn't been made for real and I mean it, it, it kind of shows up in cartoons every now and again so I guess it that's true, yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, Looney Tunes is quite yeah, yeah, yeah. Counts yeah. as a fictional product but punch the numbers it's my idea patent pending I mean now, it's, it's a fascinating idea I mean in market retail which they, sh- they should employ more often is called firing the customer Yeah, because some customers are not worth the money they actually cost you money because the amount of time mm-hmm. you have to spend servicing them my, my customer experiences tend to be I mean, I mean I've had bad customers I mean I don't want to go to I don't, don't want to go too 
deep into the politics of the situation oh, for no, this no, reason, because no, yeah. this is a light-hearted entertainment comedy programme. Yeah. The day after the Brexit vote, we had a customer come into my um, bookstore ranting and raving about how this was basically, this was going to be fantastic because we'll be able to kick them out. Uh, we'll be able to have our own army again, which I'm still confused by. <laughs> To this day, I'm still confused. We never owned our army? What? Yeah. (laughs) His exact words were, the Queen will be able to have an army again. Like that. That was his actual voice. I just, uh, what what I love about that kind of thing is that we'll be able to kick them out. We'll be able to kick them out. And I'm there just like, bro, I'm a six foot five man with long hair and a beard. Who's going to get me out? You? Yeah, this guy was like like five foot three. You'd you'd f*** them up quite easily. Don't worry, mate. I'd I'd pay to see that. But the best thing about it was he he was saying all this incendiary nonsense in the middle of my cafe and he stood up, started ranting, and his trousers fell down. <laughs> <laughs> and he did, he, I knew his trousers had fallen down because I could see them falling down. But I could tell from his face, he thought no one had noticed. So he tried to slyly move his arm down to his ankle and motion, like, what, sh- shimmy, shimmy them up. Shimmy upwards. them up. Shimmy as you made his point. <laughs> and then, but he couldn't catch his belt buckle because he was because if he looked down, he'd realise that everyone would look where he's looking and realise oh his trousers have fallen down. So he's he's standing there awkwardly for thirty seconds trying to put his bloody belt buckle oh on. God. Like I, 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 you tell what, it just kind of diffused the situation a little bit. It's just like yeah. oh wow, it turns out racists are f-ing morons. Who would have known? Yep. Who oh, it? Oh uh, but uh, speaking of Looney Tunes, obviously, wait, it? we haven't we haven't gotten to. Oh wait, we saw all my pro- I was going to say. Well, oh, you meant you, you, were, you were yeah. talking about. Can, acne. I, can, I, can I do yeah, one more bad? The numbers. Can I do one more retail story? Because I think you're both you to and our audience will appreciate this. I worked in Toys R Us, and the worst customer experience I ever had that wasn't tinged in horrendous racism is a lady came in with a Nintendo Wii. She just bought. And it's like, hello, I'd like to return this. It's not working. It's like, okay, um, wh- what's the problem of it? Oh, there's just no pictures. Okay, um, so no is there a connectivity? Is it connectivity problem? How are you plugging it into your television? I could see the ellipsis escape from this woman's mouth when she. Just, <laughs> they just, oh my god, they turn around and just said, yeah, we uh, we don't have a television. What? Yeah, we don't have a television in the house. Do you need one? Uh, I'm just <laughs> people. People. I'm still getting quite annoyed with this. I mean, like, they seem like I—I I don't know. They—they they seem like a perfectly normal member of society, but they—is the Wii U a handheld one? The Wii, the Wii, the, the is, Wii. You said the Wii, the Wii, the, the, the actual, the, you know, the original Wii. Yeah, the original Wii. Yeah, you definitely plug it up to a TV. Yeah, but it's, it's, it's like 2007, mate. It could the Wii U could run handheld. Bloody hell! But you would have no reason to do so because it was just a terrible, terrible machine. I don't understand how you could go into a shop buy a Nintendo Wii. Without owning a television, I just don't. It's just it's like buying a VCR without a television, or like I'll just put it on the shelf and just admire it from afar. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? Oh, darling, that is the latest Nintendo Wii. Oh, Maybe they were living your childhood, where they bought the console. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did have a TV. To be fair, okay, <laughs> much to my mum's ire because I did nothing but watch The Simpsons all day. So, uh, so sorry, interrupting. You were talking about Looney Tunes. Oh, sorry, you did. No, no, you, uh, you, you talk. You no, talk. No, uh, yeah. Ian, you were about to talk about Looney Tunes. Yes, because obviously Looney Tunes has the Acme Corporation featuring throughout most of their shorts, most of the um, the Wiley Coyote ones. So uh, they have come up with such great products such as the Triple Strength Fortified Leg Muscle Vitamins. <laughs> Good for helping you run. If you can't run, how about Jet Propelled Tennis Shoes? Or Do-It-Yourself Tornado Kit. Seed your own tornadoes. 
Um, dehydrated boulders just had water. <laughs> I remember that one. Classic, um, classic. The one I remember that. The one Acme outboard motor and Jim. Trying to read this, Jim. Dandy, I don't know. That's what. Can they give a go with my younger yeah. eyes? Yeah. Which one? This uh, the bottom right one. Because I got one some Acme picture. outboard motor. One. Jim, you want me to have a go with my youngest eyes? Jim Bandy wagon. I don't I, know. I think it's, is that Jim? I don't know, but I don't know what that means. Let's have a look. Yeah. Like here. Uh, like it's a Jim Dandy wagon. Jim yeah. Dandy. One Jim Dandy wagon. Yeah. One Acme outboard motor, one Jim Dandy wagon. Oh God, he does have the younger eyes. Oh no, we're so old, any old men. Also, oh. Acme Batman outfit. Beautiful. Yes. Oh yes, when it's when Wiley Cody was dressed as like in like a very dark green Batman costume, which worked for a moment, and then he sort of flowed himself, <laughs> flew himself into a boulder. Yeah. Do you think the writers spent more time coming up with the names of these products than the actual scripts of the shorts they were animating? Just like I'm convinced, Simpson writers spent longer on the uh, couch gags and what Bart's writing on the blackboard mm. than What's the actual. <laughs> Possibly, but yeah, always the, I always liked the Acme Corporation one because it just they just come up with like the weirdest things. It's like do it yourself to my own kids. When you were a kid watching it, did you think there was a real company called Acme? Because I was convinced. Well, no, because back in the day, in the um, in the old comic books and the newspapers and stuff like that, remember when they put out, you know, oh, you can buy this by mail order and things like that. Yeah, there there were you know Acme things. That you could buy. So technically, it was the a decoder ring. It's actually, a parody of like real life products. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Because it's because he he only ever gets it by mail order. Yeah, that's uh, true. So, yeah. oh, so it's like the you know the X ray specs and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. X ray specs, the spy camera. Yeah. Do like where's um, my spy camera? Where's my spy camera? <laughs> Every day with you kids, it's the same as where's my spy camera? Where's my spy camera? <laughs> I also I also like with Acme. I mean, one of the best ones is the disintegrating pistol from Duck Dodgers, the original, the classic one. And Duck Dodgers goes, "Aha! I've got my disintegrating pistol." Pulls the trigger and it just disintegrates <laughs> in his hand, and he just goes, "Well, what do you know? It just..." It's just the centigrade. <laughs> <laughs> I love that kind of thing. He said, "It's like, oh, yeah. the the beauty of things like the Wiley Coyote cartoons was basically you knew how it was going to end, but when it happened, oh. when it, it, it was just so funny. <laughs> funny, it's like, oh no, you're going to go back to that trap which you set up earlier and managed to smack yourself with another boulder. <laughs> but it just, it just writes itself, really, doesn't yeah. it? <laughs> it, it? It's 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 perfect comedy. It's really good comedy. So yeah, there's a, yeah, so yeah, Acme Corporation. So um, I've got I've got a list of some some popular fictional products from film and TV. So um, do you guys buy aftershave? Uh, no. no, I I receive it, but one it's of uh, but only ever on my birthday or on Christmas because my family never knows what else to buy me. I mean, the only aftershave <laughs> I buy is like the 007 brands. It's like they had oh. when uh, when um, so lame. I think when it was either Sky 4 came out, I think it was like, do you want 007 quantum? <laughs> Smell like a quantum solace. <laughs> it's not a bad aftershave. It's cheap. It's It does the job. It came with 007 like cufflinks, which was not the real reason why I had no intention of buying the aftershave. Smell like a man with glistening thighs. I don't want to smell like a man. I want to smell like Daniel Craig specifically. I just wanted the 007 cufflinks. Aww. <laughs> Aww. But How does that work? Because you'd have the O on one and then the... No, no, no. Like, they both had 007. Oh, mm-hmm. so it wasn't a case like one had double O and the other had the I was just speaking. I get this aftershave. I make myself smell pretty and also look dapper when I go and see Skyfall. I mean, I thought I thought it was going to be a case of you'd have like Daniel Craig crying on one cufflink and on the other <laughs> was the drowned corpse of Vesper. 
Too soon, <laughs> mate. I mean, he might mate. have to. He might have to deal with another tragedy in the next Bond film of No Time to Die. Uh, no, what? No Time to Die. Am I the only one who really likes the logo? Everyone's yeah, I don't mind. I, I don't mind it. Get the shit up, sir. But yeah, right. no, when I hear the words No Time to Die, I just think of the Monty Python sketch of No Time to Lose, <laughs> No Time to Lose, No Time to Lose, No No Time to Lose, No Time to Die. It's just I'm not that impressed by it. I think it's really cool. Well, can, well, I, can I just well, say, before you I mean, I've, I've, I've got I've clip art. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, uh, uh, Eon Productions. Jason Freeman would like to design your next Bond logo. It's basically done in clip art. It's, it's trash. I, I think it's really cool. I think it's good. No Are time. we looking at the same thing here? It's just the black and white... Yeah, with the, sort of the triangular yeah. text. Yeah. And like, yeah, I think it's quite striking. It think... harks back to sort of 60s. Thankfully, it doesn't begin with an S, which trash. I was worried about. Because we had, because oh, it was meant to be. It's like Skyfall, Spectre, and it was shatter hand. Shatter hand. My hand! It has shattered! No! <laughs> I mean, that, that is very Doctor Evil territory. Yeah, pretty it? much, pretty is much. It, is it confirmed that we're going to have a female Bond next? Well, no, no, no because the story the storyline picks up after Spectre, where Bond has technically retired and is living a happy life in Jamaica with um, the Bond girl from the previous one. Right. Um, Earlier, Sudo, and basically there is a replacement 007. So the code name has gone to a new agent, but it is a female agent, and that's where the whole hubbub where people think, Oh, it's a female bond is like, yeah, No, they're a person of color as well, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's Natasha Lynch from uh, Captain Marvel. Oh, cool. Um, I because if you read into the news, no, Bond hasn't become a woman, yeah, it's but just, it's if just you that sudden. Into, if, you, if you see the uh, catch grabbing headlines, it'll just rage the in, you know, yeah, it's like if if. That's a, it's like mini, mini soapbox one. That's the thing that annoys me is when people just immediately jump to conclusion and not actually read the bloody story. Well, it's the same, or, it's the same I mean, with Joker I, at the moment. The yeah. amount of people judging the film without having seen the film. I mean, mm. the trailer for me, I thought looked amazing yeah. for, for Joker. Yeah, jo- also, it's also talking about Bond as well. Idris Elba would have been an amazing Bond. Yeah, I still think he would have been mm. fantastic. I'm not sure. I'm not. It, my problem with Idris Elba is everything. I like him on TV, but every everything he's been in in a film, I've. Feel like he's just been miscast. We'll probably touch on one of those roles in the, in a, a couple of episodes' time, won't we? When we oh, talk about spin-offs, yes. we talk about we're going to have a spin-off special. Yes, yes. But yeah, speaking, yeah. I was talking about after the show before we went off on. I just, I just, I've got more products if you want to talk about. Well, them. <laughs> I, let me finish my product, and okay. then uh, okay. I will give you. I will say one product, and then I will. Oh, see, yours. these are your products. Sorry. Yeah, so these are the Sorry. products I've got. So, Sorry. so well, I have. Why you're the chair? Just did one. We didn't know there was multiples available. You could have many. <laughs> we can talk about them. But we have um, we have Sex Panther from Anchorman. 10% mean, of the mean, time. You mean Sex Panther. Sex Panther, you yeah. You said Sex Panther. Okay. Also, well, that's on my list as well. <laughs> yes. It's 10% made bits of, of the time, it works every time. It's made with bits of real Panther, so you know it's good. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, I just love that bit in the film where... He, where where Paul Rudd's character is it Brian Fantano isn't yeah, it yeah, yeah. yeah he brings it on and it's just basically people just comment on the most revolting smells <laughs> <laughs> I think one of them is it smells like Bigfoot's dick <laughs> I've never had Ian say dick in front of me before and I don't like it it's like watching a five year old swear it's like <laughs> people seem shocked when I swear I don't know why I don't know. it's because you're you're the human Labrador Bork. Bork, just pure Heck innocence. Concern. Your pure innocence in a six. Yeah, that, that's body. one off. That's one off my uh, one off the fictional. I wouldn't technically buy it in real life, but I just <laughs> no, you'd uh, throw it at your enemies. Yeah, I, I, it would be if it was in a boot, and I kind of went, "What's the smell?" I'd probably smell it and then just go no and, and vomit on the floor. So, uh, so Christian, <laughs> what's your list? 
Uh, my next one is um. So I, I'm a homeowner now, and I uh, I have to clean my own laundry, mm-hmm. and I'm serious when it comes to uh, disrespecting dirt. And I also love brave corporate logos. And for this reason, I know where we're going. for this reason, I would like to buy some Mr. Sparkle. <laughs> Mr. Sparkle. Mr. Sparkle. All right, it is the greatest joke in the history of The Simpsons. I mean, like just that that whole setup with the fish bulb. Mm. The fish bulb. Oh, the fish plus the bulb, and <laughs> then it's Homer's like, head. and it's like the Homer's like, "Why are you dancing?" I, I, would, I can't remember the words, but it's like, it's like, "Why are you dancing?" I am here to rule you all. Yes. <laughs> in that sort of way. I, um, there was a, there was generally a point in my early twenties because I, I am such an obsessive fan of the Simpsons where I thought, you know what, I'm going to get a Mr. Sparkle tattoo. And now, thirty-two-year-old Christian is very glad I didn't get a Mr. Sparkle <laughs> tattoo. <laughs> where would it have been put? Oh, probably in my arm. The problem is, I've gotten hairier since. Then so it would have been here. It would be a hairy Mister Sparkle. But the forest of hair is. I'm I'm very hairy to the listeners. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I think we discussed this before. Probably. Probably. Yeah. William arms. Yeah. It would just have to go here on my bicep. Just Mister Sparkle. You know, I'm going to have to raise Mister Sparkle or something. Go on. Uh, and I've actually got it loaded onto the soundbar board. Oh, go on. Can you name the truck with four wheel drive? Ah. Smells like a stinking seat's pretty fine. Ben- Can you narrow? Well, it goes real slow with a hammer down. It's the country pride truck endorsed by a clown. Can you narrow? Can you narrow? Hey, hey. <laughs> Federal Highway Commission has ruled the Canyon Arrow unsafe for highway or city driving. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so the genius of that episode is that, that that car, the brand name is so on point that there was generally a point where I watched it as a 10 year old thinking, oh, that's just so a see, real see, car. See, that's the first part of the song. I love the second part of the song even better. On well, the end credits. Yeah. 12 yard long, two lanes wide, 65 tons of American pride. Can you narrow? Can you narrow? Top of the line in utility sports. Unexplained fires are a matter for the courts. Canyon Arrow. Canyon Arrow. Yeah. Canyon Arrow. Yeah. She blinds everybody with a super high beam. She's a deer. He's not, he hasn't got a lyric sheet, by the way. I'm generally quite impressed. I'd like this song. Canyon Arrow. Whoa. I feel like I might get that as my ringtone. <laughs> right, if you get that as your ringtone, I'll get Smithers doing um, the Whip It cover. Liquorish. So, Liquorish uh, whip. Lollipop, lollipop, lollipop. There we go. I did it. Uh, but um, yes, that was Canyon Arrow from The Simpsons, obviously I, that, that from one. 20th Century Fox Walt Disney now. But I have another one. I have another one. You have another one? I have another one. What, from The Simpsons? No, no, it's not from The Simpsons. It's just like I've been thinking about fictional products. I only brought the one. Oh. But, but I've got. <laughs> but I've, I've is this, just is this one from from uh, pop culture or is this one it's another pop, one from the, the drawing board? Pop culture. Pop culture, because it's most the most obvious one that no one's actually bloody well thought of yet, which is Iron Man suit. But it's not, is it a product that? But, you but can, can you buy? buy? Can you buy it off the shelf? I mean, that is the plot of Iron Man too, which yeah. I, I, I actually think is underrated. I privatise yeah. world peace. There you go. <laughs> you can buy it. You can just buy it. Just give me a fucking Iron Man suit. How much is an Iron Why Man suit? Why are we picking sh- on my things? <laughs> because your picks are terrible, and you're you're terrible. Okay, so you wouldn't want an Iron Man suit. Of course I would. <laughs> Everyone wants an Iron Man suit. But I can't buy it. You could even get one with like slightly longer legs to make you look like you're an average sized person. <laughs> hey, look, it's average sized Iron Man. 
But no, it's like with Iron Man suits, it's kind of, uh, um, yeah, it's like Iron Man suits. You can just go into the store and go, hello, how would I help you today, sir? I would like to buy an Iron Man suit, please. What colour? I would like one in royal blue. What features would you like? I would like rockets and personal potty assistant. There you go. <laughs> just, and, then, and, then Jarvis, oh. and then Jarvis just chucks in a catheter. Oh. <laughs> It's no, it's going to be one of those build your own cars. You just have build your own Iron Man suits. You just walk into like just a, a clear, spacious store, and you just select your features. You like know, you know what? Oh, happened. Fine, fine. I've got one that you can't even pick on. Go right, on. briefcase spaceship from the Jetsons. How's that? Ah. Oh, that was actually going to be one of my picks, but um, but that's a great choice. There you go. I just want a spaceship. <laughs> when was the Jetsons set? Uh, would you mean when it was set? What year was the oh, Jetsons it was in? Three thousands, I believe. Well, fact finder Jason we need those answers I mean you say it's uh, set if you, if you ever watch the first season of the Jetsons you can tell it's very much the six, early 60s originally aired in 1962 ooh uh, okay oh it's uh, over 50 years old apparently it was only a century in the future really apparently so well, they're, they're so it must be 20, 2050, 2060? Uh, well, da, da, da. It, it, it 2160. In 1962, so I suppose. Well, no, no, yeah, yeah, 2062. 2062. 2062, yeah. Oh, so we're not far off. In well, we're going to have those floating cars soon. They're going to happen. They're going to happen. Along with the hoverboards from Back to the Future 2. Oh, they've, they've uh, started to exist now, haven't they? Yeah. Yeah, In science labs. Yes. And technically, Iron Man suit is being made as well. The problem with the Iron Man suit, if, if it was a commercial product like you describe, is that it would be like cars. Basically, all the poor people would end up like like myself would end up my tiny little. Uh, we well, have a, my I, tiny I, little Volkswagen. I mean, and I'll be there in my Iron Man suit, <laughs> yeah, and look it, it, down all, and be like, "That all, sounds like a you problem." All the arsehole billionaires who are causing like mass destruction on the planet will have the proper Iron Man suits. So it's just there's no real. I just imagine the car brands just moving to Iron Man suits. Oh God, Teslas would be the most pretentious, wouldn't they? <laughs> no, no, it'd be it'd be like if Elon Musk was more insufferable, couldn't get any more insufferable. How about the Volkswagen Iron Man Mark II with extreme comfort and a DAB radio? <laughs> <laughs> Yours on the road or in the sky for two nine nine per month. It'll be when the emission scandal hits a few years later, and like, oh great, we have to recall all the Iron Mans. <laughs> Let's move on to another fictional product. The um the recliner toilet from The Simpsons. Oh yeah, going back to The Simpsons. What about the makeup gun? Yeah, horror. It's set on horror. Such a good joke. Oh, uh, one, one one of the last decent good episodes of Homer the Inventor, and he just sort of discovers that um that Edison's invented something that he has managed to invent. So he decides yeah, to go. The only problem that episode, it, it paints Edison as this wonderful figure. Yeah, you know? and then you go see things like the current war and you discover that Edison's a bit of a dick. He was a bit of a totally dick. A dick. Awful person. Awful man. The current war, for example, paints him as someone who was just desperate to be the first to cross the line, regardless of how he did it. Yeah. But he didn't cross the line. That's the point. <laughs> Tesla <Yeah. laughs> Tesla crossed the line. Yeah. All right, yeah. so literally, not metaphorically, although that is a metaphor. Any other fictional products on the agenda, Jan? Um, I'm pretty good on fictional products at the moment. Slurm from Futurama oh, for me. It yes. just seems really addictive. The Mac yeah. Bruining drinks always seem... You've got Duff. Or Duff. Duff. Or, or Buzz Doof. Cola. Duff. Well, technically, Duff is, um, well, in that hideous Family Guy Simpsons crossover, Partucket uh, Brew is apparently Duff. It's relabeled, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. and Springfield Sioux, uh, Rhode Island, and... 
wrote I, it was bollocks the <laughs> whole thing was bollocks yeah. the, the, problem, the problem with that crossover is well, it, it, it all, it's almost as if the Simpsons producers are ex- admitting that Family Guy isn't equal to the Simpsons I mean I know I know the last 20 years of the Simpsons have been pretty substandard to say the least but that doesn't take away from just how important the first nine ten seasons of the Simpsons yeah, actually yeah. are well that's the thing yeah so saying they're they're an equal to the Simpsons as they are now not how absolutely they no that's true I, I would agree with that I, I, in yeah. fact Family Guy is probably on the whole better than season 10 plus the Simpsons but that doesn't mean season three I mean to nine I mean Family the... Guy does follow just a, a, a repeating pattern the thing is out of the the Seth MacFarlane cartoons I kind of prefer American Dad because yes they are ludicrous stories but there is a sense of um, at least there's actual narrative there's narrative and, and genuine satire satire and also the thing that the Simpsons never does is there is development over time so when a character yeah. gets bumped off in say uh, Family Guy they stay dead <laughs> when a character gets kicked out of a house they stay kicked out for a couple of episodes so they come back oh, in or something like that so it's it's kind of like you can yeah it's like it's the same sort of like uh, cutaway gag cutaway gag cutaway gag Peter Griffin being a bit of a moron as usual but the fact of the matter is it's like there are small moments where they do kind of progress it's like when Cleveland goes off to do Cleveland show he's gone <laughs> it's not like he's still there it's like oh what what Cleveland's doing all that sort of stuff it's interesting because the last couple of years South Park has been experimenting in that kind of continuity and I think it's actually suffered for it Mm. Well, yeah, because okay. it was always fun back in the day to say, "Oh, Kenny's dead." Yeah, you know, "Oh, how does Kenny die in the yeah, end?" Then, then they stopped Ken Kelly. Yeah, yeah, and they brought Butters. I mean, in. It's, it's irreverence is kind of a, a, an element. It's part of its shtick. So the fact they kind of undermined that itself. Mm. But what I do actually like is I like some of the stuff they did later, where they're, they're like, "Okay, fine, the joke's over. Let's see what we can do to actually make him a character." So they developed the fact that you know he's from a broken home. Uh, his yeah. parents are poor hicks he looks after his little sister he, yeah. the whole reason why he can't actually die and the whole superhero thing <laughs> I actually <laughs> no, really that, that adored was quite, that that was quite fun I, I liked I liked the superhero arcs that they did for South Park I mean they, they use that as the basis for the whole but fractured truth don't they um, fractured but whole the fractured um, but whole oh, the fr- oh the yeah truth. I didn't even finish it I didn't even finish that game uh, they're not good I mean the first one you could, fun, there was definitely was... a dip in quality in South Park as the writers were clearly in, focusing on Book of Mormon and their games as yeah. opposed to the, t- yeah. the TV series but the thing is so so they did the they did the um, fantasy arc to lead into the game yeah and then they did the superhero it's the Game of Thrones parody isn't it yeah. uh, no it was Lord, kind of more Lord of the Rings yeah. high fantasy yeah. for the first one which was um, Stick of Truth absolutely amazing game Second one was pretty much just more of the same with different things. It's kind of like a superhero sheen, and they changed the combat a little bit here and there. But I just, I just, I just wasn't gripped enough by it to keep playing. If, I if haven't you, even watched wanna, it on if YouTube. If you want to play a really bad South Park game, play the N sixty four South Park game. I mean, well, I, I, remember, I had that for PC. I remember there was <laughs> so a N sixty four South Park quiz game. Was that more entertaining than the actual? It was. It was called Chef's Love Shack. <laughs> oh, it, it wasn't like a little Mario Party esque style game. Oh, yeah, Mario yeah. Party esque game. I actually do remember that. And I remember having fun with it. And here's another little thing that people people do tend to skim over a little bit um, is that Pokemon Stadium actually had a lot of Mario Party games in it as well. Yeah, okay. Like, oh. like Mario Party esque games. Now, people don't remember these because yeah, it was. Yeah, they do. Was... I remember the Lickitung Sushi. The Lickitung Sushi, yeah. throwing Ekinses over Diglets and stuff like that. As you do. I remember so much, having so much fun with those when I was younger. So, that's, sorry, uh, kind of off the topic, <laughs> but I just wanted to mention that and I want you guys to remember because those games were amazing and lots of fun. Mm. But yes, we're carrying on with fictional products. So, fictional um, products. let's move. I mean, let's move on to a bit of food. Let's move on with food because we're going to probably have some lunch after this episode, aren't we? I'm starving. Yeah. So we. So obviously, from say the Kevin Smith films, you have movies. 
which features in uh, Dog Merklux 2 and James and Bob Strike Back. Oh, yeah. yeah. Of course, of course. Yeah, that whole sort of McDonald's-esque chain, which is just a, <laughs> like Krusty Burger. I mean, as long as I've got a vegetarian option for me. Yeah. yeah. Or, or you can go... Did I mention I'm a vegetarian? You can always go and get a Krabby Patty. Yes, that's true. Yeah, with or, the secret formula. Or a Big Kahuna Burger. Oh, from Pulp Fiction. From Pulp Fiction. Yeah, because I think in certain Quentin Tarantino films, you also got the red apple cigarettes as well. They yeah, keep you on, do. Yeah. Yeah, so there's some nice food things. What about, what about McDonald's from The Founder? Oh, yeah, because I haven't seen that film yet, because that's uh, Michael Keaton and Nick Offerman as well. Yes, I think so. Yeah, yeah I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Sure. We're staring at fact-finding yeah. corner. I like how Jason in this latest set of episodes has now become... Fact finder general. I'm perfectly fine with that. Well, you're doing a better job than Foxing News, so I mean. <laughs> okay, so what was it we wanted to know about it? Uh, who was in The Founder? Was Nick Ot- Offerman? Michael Keaton starring, uh, sorry, Michael Keaton starring as businessman Ray Kroc uh, and John Carroll. Oh, yeah, Nick, Nick Offerman and John Carroll Lynch co star as McDonald's founders Richard and Morris McDonald. There we go. There we go. And, um, you know, I've got, I've got one more little soundbite lined up, which I think will be quite fun to use now it's the, it's the ultimate toy i think any child would want when they are when they're young and they're looking to do lots of fun and games outside and i i can't help but want one of these from my childhood Everyone wants a log. Yes. You d- you just stared at me confused oh, for that entire. I, I just never. I mean, I I've just never gotten red and stimpy. I just, it's just. I, 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 I admit some of the, I, I, some of the early episodes are good, but then yeah, I I I I'm not going to sit here and say red and stimpy is the greatest thing that ever happened. Like, I don't know why I went to the, the fans room. are fanatic. I mean, it was fun in the day, but it's like it's it's horrible. I, I didn't realise it was R-rated. Um, well, there, uh, it was on BBC Two at 6pm <laughs> on Mondays. No, there's, there's, definitely, there's definitely adult versions of Ren and Stimpy I've, I've seen. Yeah, like, yeah just, there definitely are. Yeah. It's just yeah. like, um, I, I, enough, I, I watched Rick and Morty for the first time, not realising it was an adult cartoon. I thought it was like... Fun, uh, like Steven I, Universe. I, I just, fun yeah, parody. Steven Universe <laughs> Adventure Time-esque. And like... <laughs> Within 30 seconds, it's like, oh, I've gone into this with the wrong mindset. Oh, I mean, this I'm in- is horribly wrong. I'm enjoying it, but I feel very jarred. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the thing. I mean, even Adventure Time was adult as all hell. Yeah, but it was, it was deep. It was dark sub- subtext as opposed very, to... Very, very yeah. dark subtext. I mean, to, to most good children's animations. I mean, like, we've probably we've had this conversation a number of times. But the, look at Batman, the animated series. Yeah. It doesn't... At no point does it condescend to its young audience. But it doesn't doesn't show inappropriate content to that audience as well. Yeah. I feel um, like uh, Gar- the early seasons of Gargoyles did the same kind of yeah, thing. Yeah. yeah it, it, didn't, it didn't hold back. Well, Pixar movies as well in general have the same. Yeah. Or, even, or even The Simpsons. I mean, The Simpsons is multifaceted anyway. I mean, it worked on m- many levels. You could, When I watched an episode of The Simpsons as a, a 10-year-old, I rewatched it as a 20-year-old and got very different, something very different from it and watched it again as a 30-year-old. Um, mm. Like, oh, I never picked up on that element of the show. Um, yeah. Of the show. Yeah. Maybe it's because I have a slightly uh, mundane office job that I now 
I'm seeing things through Homer's eyes more and more <laughs> rather than Bart's. But So out of these products that we've talked about uh, over the last uh, half hour or so, which is the one you probably would like to buy in real life? Punch the numbers. Mr. Sparkle. Canyon Arrow. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's the right type of car for me. Okay, right. So let's 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 let's, let's revisit this. Revisit. You want a single box of laundry detergent. You want you want a car that tends to catch fire for random. <laughs> reasons. But it's two two lanes wide. The ability to punch people in the face through the phone. Right. I, I'm pretty sure I think, I've, I've won here. I think the difference. Well, you you feel you run. You've won. But bear in mind, I'm quite a content human being. You seem. You know. You need to. Detach yourself from these earthly pleasures. And also, <laughs> I would have 65 tons of American pride. <laughs> you're, you're part British, part German. <laughs> Those are the worst parts of you. <laughs> <laughs> part British, part German. Look at all this American pride Oh I my have. God, you are Why a Why do you have American pride? <laughs> Oh, oh man. <laughs> so yes, I think I think we're going to have to bring the chat of our fictional products there to a close. Do let us know what you think by emailing us at trivialtitans at bunkzilla.co.uk. Um, who wants to listen to a question? Uh, go for it. Listen to question time. Yeah. We really need a proper jingle, mate. You, you don't like me doing? Yeah. Absolutely not. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine. Well, today's question. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I love well, you. Don't cry. Stop crying. Don't cry for me, Bolton. All right. <laughs> Let's stop the singing. Right. So, <laughs> sorry. No, that actually that actually reminds me of a, of a thing that we were doing for. All right. So I was I was still in school. I don't know why. I've just been thrown back to like the best thing ever. So we had like our sort of end of year exams. So these weren't like official ones. It wasn't like um, you know. It was just just it's, you know yeah yeah your end mm. of year exams, and <laughs> someone. One of the questions was, "What was the last thing Jesus said on the cross?" Oh, and then, while <laughs> oh, we, no. while we were, while we were in the middle of like a music lesson, yeah. the RE teacher just kicked in the door and came through and just says, "I just want everyone to know that on the <laughs> on the RE exam, someone wrote as the question as the answer to that question, don't cry for me, Argentina.'" <laughs> 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 just walked out. <laughs> oh, but yes, let's have ourselves a listen to question. Yeah, and this one comes from a Mr. Jack Bateman and asks, "What fictional world would you like to visit?" Christian R. Allen, what fictional world would you like to visit? Ah, don't put me on the spot. I have no original wit. Um, maybe Mordor. Maybe, maybe Hogwarts. <laughs> Hogwarts. No, that that place is dangerous, yo. Look, you could you, you, you be the resident teacher of the dark arts. Um, I, Defense I, against the dark arts. I do. I stand I do, corrected. I, I do have yeah. an actual answer. It's it's Star Trek during the period of uh, Next Generation. So the, basically, the Federation. So you um, want to be part of Picard's Enterprise? I yeah, I, I would love to be part of that crew. I mean, again, I would avoid being the cameo. Oh, you've never seen this person before. Wonder what's going to happen to him in five minutes' time. Oh no, <laughs> he's dead. <laughs> I mean, just, just, just the you know, it's 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 a really nice portrayal of uh, utopian future. Even though I'm I'm quite cynical and don't believe that utopia is actually uh, obtainable in that form. Um, but and also holodecks are cool, yo. Mm. There's, there's elements that I love it when when you're. You can just ask a computer for anything. So, computer, can you play this piece of music? I know it's whenever they do that in Next Generation, it's always a classical piece of music. You don't get data going. Uh, computer, can you play 2001 by Dr. Dre? I'm sorry, that does not compute. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, we don't have any classical music. <laughs> <laughs> Jason, what fictional world would you like to visit? 
Okay, so <clears throat> so uh, to answer this, I have to just go with the first thing that comes to my mind. So, all right, ask me the question one more time. Jason Freeman, what fictional world would you like to visit? Whatever world Christian lives in where Morrissey is good. You're already in it, mate. <laughs> <laughs> so, real life. Real life. Uh, real life. Okay. What, right, um, what do you mean by good? <laughs> <laughs> that, that will be, you'll get a very different answer. <laughs> good at right. what specifically? All right, all right. Serious answer, though. Well, it's a serious answer for a fictional question. Um, <laughs> the, world, the world of One Piece. Ooh. Yes, I've always been a massive, massive fan of the One Piece series. Um, you know, it's wrapping up in five years' time. Well, that's that's the plan. But honestly, you know, once that series wraps up, I don't actually know what I'll do with myself. <laughs> like, it's just watch Naruto. Do you, do you not actually? <laughs> do you only go to anime conventions because you watch One Piece, but you don't watch any other anime? Dude, I'm a, I'm like a dictionary of manga. I read like multiple series on the go at the time. I know they all One Piece because there's like six thousand volumes. One Piece is not even the longest one by like a huge oh, stretch. What is it? Berserk or something like that? No, Berserk might never get finished. Bleach? I don't know. It's kind of a weird thing. It's not even close. Look, even if you look at one of the most popular uh, fighting manga at the moment, Hajime no Ippo, that is currently at chapter one thousand two hundred and seventy-four and is showing no signs of slowing whatsoever. Is that chapter round two? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> round two of the fight. Yeah, to be honest, it feels like that when you're reading it sometimes. <laughs> one Piece is on uh, 955, but even the longest one, uh, which only recently wrapped, uh, wrapped up, was called Kochikame, which was um, based around a uh, police officer who was always doing um, get-rich-quick schemes. Uh, and that one had 200 volumes. How many get-rich schemes are there? Yeah, the, the world of One Piece. It's, it's just this fantastical world um, where... Th- Anything can happen. Every different island is is has a completely different history, a completely different culture. Um, all like of the, all the of real the, world. All the char- can I answer my question seriously? Oh, please? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's it's one piece is. I'm sorry. One piece is serious business. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's just it's just it's it's an awesome world that I'd like to go and experience for myself. Cool. Which fruit would you eat? Um, oh, that's a, that's a probably a good question. Uh, I'd probably eat the fire fruit. Ah. Yeah, fire fruit. Or the ice fruit, because the ice fruit... Um, so one of the things about One Piece is if you eat a fruit that gives you powers, you are you will sink uh, should you ever be placed in water. Yeah. Uh, and for a series Irony. of uh, pirates, and, um, well, pirates and sea travel and things like that, it's kind of like a, it's like a huge catch-22. I get yeah. the power or I can't swim. Like the second I go in water, I will sink to the bottom of the ocean and die. Uh, but the ice fruit... Guy just just he just freezes the surface of the ocean and cycles across it <laughs> as you do. And uh, I think I've, I'm the last one to go from this one, so uh, I, I think I'm going to probably stick in the anime world as well. I'm I kind of like the the good natured heroic world of My Hero Academia at the moment. Oh, interesting. But you wouldn't have a quirk. If I didn't have a quirk, I'll just be going, hey, this is quite cool. They're superheroes and they're real. I mean, that, that's the reason why I didn't. It's not the boys where the heroes are real, but they're also complete utter dicks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that is that is the danger because at least in. in but then Carl Urban would exist yeah? <laughs> in that universe going, oh dear. I was going to say, if, if you think, oh, Genie, I wish that I lived in the Harry Potter universe, done, and you turn up and you're a squib. Like, <laughs> yeah. If you, if you, yeah, at least, at least in like the Star Trek world, it's technology that improves lives. It's not like something that you may not have. Mm. So in your, in your, that's probably going to. I don't know. I, I'd imagine you'd have some kind of power. I just don't think it would be. I think it'd be quite banal. Like you have the ability to. Well, what power talk with dogs? I don't talk, know. Yeah, I mean, that <laughs> would be that's an amazing I would power. That. I would want that. 
I mean, their conversation skills are probably limited, but you'll be always chuffed to monkeys or chuffed to dogs, really, whenever they talk to you. I mean, that's pretty much how Ian already is. Mm. <laughs> but in general. Is Ian actually a dog in a man costume who's learned how to speak? He's been strategically shaved. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever's done it, can they get on to me next? Because <laughs> I'm a fire hazard over here. Oh, dear. Like but uh, on the walking yes. pillow pad. But yes, I hope that answers your question, Mr. Pegman. And if you have a question that you want us to answer on a future episode of Trivial Titans, then go to the Ask the Titans page on the Bunkzilla website. Find us on the Bunkzilla shows listings and uh, fill in the form. And maybe, maybe in the near future, we could very well be answering your question and Christian has been gurning into his microphone for the last 30 seconds and he's making faces at me no and with that we must bid adieu for another episode of Trivial Titans thank you very much for listening as always you can email your thoughts at trivialtitans at bunkerzilla.co.uk please follow us on social media on Twitter at Trivial Titans you can also join the Bunkerzilla Stomping Grounds Facebook group via the Bunkerzilla UK Facebook group because that's where we uh, usually put our upcoming questions so you can send in your thoughts and uh, ideas and theories. Uh, so yes, until next time, I've been Ian Bolton. I've been joined oh, by. Wait, 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 wait. How to do it? All right. How to do it? All right. What, what's what's on the agenda this time? Okay. So signing off from Trivial Titans. <laughs> this is uh, uh, Ichigo from Bleach oh, here God. with uh, Ian Bolton, Jason Freeman, and Christian R. Allen saying my series should have ended three arcs ago. Until next time, folks. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. Remember to subscribe and follow us on social media. We'll see you soon for the next exciting trivial episode of Trivial Titans. Enjoy the show. Discover more Bunkazilla originals at bunkazilla.co.uk. Ooh.